everybody and welcome to the Maya Minds podcast. I'm your host George and here at Maya Minds we want to demystify mental health and make sharing mainstream within the exercising and sporting community. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Maya Minds podcast. It's me again George and here I today I am with Ben. Hi Ben, how are you? You're right, George. I'm good. Thank you, mate. Thank you for having me on here, um, giving me a chance to speak. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. What... Get my voice, yeah, the stuff you're doing, mate, it sounds really exciting. And um, I love the idea of your new app that's going to be coming out. And we'll talk a bit about that a little bit in a second. Um, but just to start off, can you introduce yourself to the people listening? Yeah. So, uh, hello, everyone listening to My Own Minds. Um, First of all, I'd like to say, I think this is a great podcast, man. I think it's, uh, it's amazing what you're doing, George, like, do you know what I mean? Giving people a voice and, and actually trying to make a difference in, in mental health. So um, big congratulations to you. So, you yeah, so um, my name is Benjamin. You're welcome, mate. My name is Benjamin Ockburn. I'm from uh, Dagnam originally, around London. I'm here now studying at Loughborough University. Um, and I've literally been... I'm in my final year of uni studying now. And literally prior to like COVID, it's pretty energetic, outgoing, very bubbly, like very full of life kind of character. And um uh like during lockdown, I think everyone kind of had time to really self-reflect and then think a lot about about themselves and what what they what they what they can't do really I think that's how everyone kind of ended up going like it's not so much when you have too much time it's it only allows you to to kind of self-reflect so that's mm-hmm. one thing I kind of did go through and um like before it I actually had an idea as well so called called SWAT which would which was a fitness app which will allow students to connect and exercise so me having go through that experience with with mental health it kind of really reignited like the fire and just really really cemented the whole idea because I do feel a lot of students will benefit from like from going out and meeting people meeting fellow students and then speaking with them through exercise and um, you're basically two birds with one stone like you're you're meeting students and you're also socializing so if you're someone who you can't really speak out and you struggle to, to explain how you feel. It's, it's once you're meeting several other students, it's, it's giving you a whole new insight of life, mm. and that's where I, I did get the slogan from as well. Our slogan is "Meet more, live more." I think the more people you meet, you begin to open your mind, your perspective on life changes, and you realize there's so many more people to meet out there, and um, life becomes a lot more positive. So that's right now. It's my mission to get this app done, and. Um, and to really get it out to the Loughborough students to begin with to see and hope hopefully benefits a lot of students and because I reckon I can use it myself even so mm. thank yeah. you thank you so um you mentioned a little bit there about this app that you're you're making spot um can you kind of from from the start like tell people introduce people to what the idea is and what it is it's, it's going to do so spot essentially is connecting the world to fitness connecting the world to exercise so right now there's no the whole idea initially came from me being at university coming from london i was a big gym goer loved the gym loved training like trained every single day and um, got to loughborough university and i couldn't find anyone 
kind of as passionate to train with. We see a lot of students, athletes here, etc. But just on my level of like love for bodybuilding, I couldn't really find anyone. So mm. I was thinking like there is, surely has to be something out there that connects people to exercise, whether it be like, so. From my personal experience, it would have been gym. I wanted to to create something that allowed me to connect to other people to go to the gym, and then having realized, I realized it's a whole. Just to be honest, it's almost every sport that there's nothing out there that allows people to train, whether it be in tennis, walking, running. There's nothing really out there like that. So I made it my mission to try and um, to, to get it done. Um, right now, we're almost done with development and sh- should soon be rolling out testing. Yeah, so so the basic idea is that it's an app that allows people to connect um, and kind of find other people who have the similar interests that they do and so that they can meet up and train together. That's it, yeah. So you find people who are on the same level as you and then meet up and exercise and select which sport you'd want to do and then train. So it's literally, yeah, that's that's how, that's the main functions of the app. Yeah, that's. I think that's a really cool idea there. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's going to have a positive benefit on mental health because usually within a community or having someone, you know, similar to you is always going to help take some of the load off. And if you can find someone who... Is not only similar to you, but, you know, is into the same things and wants to, you know, get involved with fitness with you and, you know, work together. That's only going to have a positive effect in the long run. Of course, definitely, definitely, definitely. And I think it's, it's a matter of like, it's taking away the whole, or take away the pressure as well. Because like, say, say once you are meeting a few people, as you're walking, talking, you'll become more open open to speak about how you feel i hope mm. anyway i hope that's the effect it will have and that's those are the kind of values i want to i do want to push on it and i do want to encourage people to, to definitely speak out more yeah uh, as they're meeting people and because at the end of the day it's a relationship we're all humans like we all go through the same things we'll go through the same emotions we're the same we are all the same so whatever i go through you could go through therefore it's like we can't we need to allow each other to um to speak because it's like you could easily turn a blind eye to it but unfortunately it could happen to to, to you as well so it's mm-hmm. like it's it's something i think people need to to take on board and realize that this is not something that is impossible like it, it can never happen to me because that's that was how i did see um like mental health like growing up so went through the whole of secondary school 21 years of my life having never been like depressed or anything i've never gone through anything like that so my my world I didn't really think it was I didn't understand it I didn't even think it was real like that's uh, me being honest I didn't think mm-hmm. it was real until you actually experience it and you realize that oh, hold on this is this is very real it's a horrible experience so yeah it's like you don't wish on anyone do you do you have like a particular moment that you realize like this oh oh shit this is like my this is my mental health is deteriorating and like this is a real thing I think it'll it's it's times when I think when you're not really, when you're not really doing the things you love, I think that's when you really sinks in. So like when times were really like when I was really down, I'd be in the gym and there was just there's just no excitement for me. You're not really you don't see any any positives for me, and that's when you know you're at, you're like you're at zero motivation. Nothing really mm-hmm. motivates you, which is I think when you really know that yeah this is this is not this is not right. So once you do, it's just, I feel like it's just taking little steps, like little, little baby steps. You have to slowly, slowly 
move forward, move forward, and then hopefully you'll come out of it and realize that like you're back to to wanting to achieve certain things and then be as great as you can be. Yeah. For yourself, I, not for anyone else or for any just for your personal self. Saying you being proud of yourself. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um you know, going back a little bit, I think I think depression's almost like or like you know, when you feel like that really down state, depression, whatever you want to call it it's almost like a numb feeling, isn't it? Like you were talking about the lack of motivation. I think people often think that depression is just feeling sad and it, you do feel sad, like you do feel upset, but there's also just that lack of like, you just don't want to do anything. It's not, I just feel sad and I'm stopping myself. It's just, you just don't have a drive, even for the things it's you just love. Drive, literally. And I think the painful thing is, I think what makes it difficult is that you can't really pinpoint what is causing that issue. So that's why it takes a lot of people, takes some people years. Like I've, 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 I went through, studied it, watched a lot of interviews and some people go through it for 20 years, 20, 30 years living in depression. And it's like, it, it takes them that long to find out what the cause was or what, what made them feel that way. And um, yeah, it's just a thing where you have to really tap in. You need to tap into yourself internally, mentally and try and find out what it is. That's because at the end of the day it is, it is something wrong. Like if you need to behave when you be when you behave a certain way, it's because something you're obviously not aligned with your your values or something's something's wrong. So you need to find out what that is. And obviously, some people try to solve it with like drugs and um, like recreational drugs, um, like doing certain things to mask it. But it's just that is not solving the actual problem. And I think that like, definitely with exercise and definitely helps. It's mm. definitely a way to release like stress and obviously endorphins but encouraging it more I think it will, it will at least give you something to aim for once you're out there playing sport if you you have a target at least yeah yeah I think um you know ec- exercise can also be an issue if it's done too much um but it's still um yeah, I think it's it's in, it's it's a better it's a better venture than than drugs, obviously, etc. Because it tends to lead to be less da- less dangerous. Um, but I agree with what you're saying. How you know underlying depression and un- you know, the, it's the underneath is the issue. There is something there, and I think it's it's really important to highlight that it's really not easy. Like you were saying, you know, people people like 20 years plus some people their entire lives. Like I've been I've been dealing with it since I was probably about 14 years old 13 years old and i'm 24 now um so and i you know and i i run this 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 channel and the the Maya minds and i'm trying to help people with mental health and i still have ups and downs you know we were just speaking before this and as we were saying now you know i've been having ups and downs and you were saying similar and you know it's it is just hard like it really it isn't you're not if you're listening and you've been struggling with it for a long time and you think you know you get frustrated about the fact that you're not feeling better like it really is just it is just odd and it's like you're not you're not less than for not being able to figure it out straight away of course of course and i thought with the generation we're living in as well it's it's insane like we're being you're taught to be certain things you're taught to like certain things it's kind of like it's programming so that's why a lot of people like a lot of people don't know who they are Mm. like once if you don't know who you are then you're obviously living you are living a lie and it's, it's easy to be depressed because of the way society is being, is, is now, the way society is. A lot of people are doing things for external, external praises, whereas like you, you, 
anything you do, you have to do it internally. You need to do it and say like, wow, like I'm proud of myself and I'm proud I've achieved this. It's, you, you cannot go into anything and do it because you think other people will like it. Or and once the more you do that, the more you're you're turning away from your internal like your internal like compass, like your mm. your actual your values because you're not doing it for you. You're doing things for other people. Yeah. And um, it's like, so it's so hard to it's I've so hard been, to know when you're when you're doing that as well. Like like you're saying in society, we kind of we're programmed to do stuff for like we're taught that money is the goal, we're taught that fame is the goal, we're taught that these external things are the goals. That it's almost it's, it's very you have to be very self-aware to realize that you're doing things for other for external things rather than for yourself. And I think that's I think that's the biggest challenge. Like for so for me personally, that like, thank you for interviewing me. Like for me personally, I feel like that was that is the challenge because I've always been self-aware. I think any I think any entrepreneur or any innovator is self-aware. Like you, you don't see the world the same as everyone else. That's why you're able to, to come up with certain ideas and you don't see things the same. So it's like me realizing how society's making things become. I'm kind of shifting. So I've me personally I've come off all that social media and all of that. And for me, I think that was the battle because for a lot of time I have used it and I'm realizing that I can still live without these things and I, I shouldn't have to depend on them to live like say I want to see one of my friends I'll go and see them I don't need to see them and then record it and to say that I'm with them and like all these things so the way I've lived for so long is it's like right now I'm kind of I've been battling with the old me so you know you know when you're changing and you, you want to transition and become you become more self-aware and I think that's that's the issue like and a lot of people do say like once you do come out of that tough fighting period it's it's, it's a big breakthrough and you like it was well worth the, the fight and the tug kind of thing because you are becoming um the more of the person you want to be kind of thing uh, yeah and I, I understand that I um, I personally try and use things like meditation and, and journaling and things. Journaling helps me so much. And I, I think I speak about it on the podcast quite a lot, but be, it's because it's such a big thing for me. Um, if I'm ever feeling down or anxious and I'm not sure why, my immediate response now is to write it down and just write. Um, and I, I write like poetry and I write, I just write whatever, whatever comes to my mind. Um, that really helps me kind of go under that that subconscious, find what it is that internal compass that we're talking about, and you know, find that actual. That's amazing. That's amazing, man. Mm. That is amazing. Yeah, and it, it, re- it really it really helps me um, kind of find yeah what it is that I want within within me rather than because like you're saying you know especially social media especially you know if you're into but I I've, I'm a huge bodybuilding fan I like I love bodybuilding I, I I go to the gym a lot and and I love watching bodybuilders and stuff and the so the social social media is so difficult if you follow bodybuilders and follow that that space because everyone is shredded like every single day everyone is massive and has these like perfect bodies and like there's it's it's an incredibly toxic thing to to be in and to have to see constantly of course because it's, it's a thing where like you i feel like there's two ways of seeing things you can see something and either be motivated by it or you can see something and have a feel like oh i'm so far away from it but i feel like when you're constantly bombarded with this with comparison and they do say comparison is like it's like the absolute killer of like of, of anything. Like it is a killer. But if you compare yourself to other people and all of that, obviously you can be motivated, but I do feel like it's not 
quite toxic constantly and and you i realize you want things fast you want things really really fast because we're living in a generation of instant gratification everything is like next day delivery like patience is everyone's losing patience and you can't live without patience patience is moves mountains like so mm. even like today i went out i was on my way to my lecture and uh i was just taking i decided to just take a really s- slow walk to my lecture which is like i don't usually do but i took a really slow walk and like was really taking in everything like i can remember the bus driver i saw this morning i can remember the postman was like just taking things really slowly and realizing that there's there's no rush and that's what i'm trying to mm. i'm trying to stick into my mind now there is no rush you know what you remind me of when you say feel like there's a rush and i think once you you're living as if there's a rush you know what you remind me of when you say that sorry, sorry i think there's a bit there's a bit of a lag between our um, mics so every time i speak i'm like i'm worried i'm gonna butt in <laughs> um but there's um you when you say that you remind me of a book yeah, i read no i read called um siddhartha have you ever read siddhartha no, I haven't. No. You should you should read it. It's brilliant. There's a quote in it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the quote for anyone who's read this book. Um, but there's a quote in it where he says, um, meaning and reality were not somewhere hidden behind things, they were in them, in everything, or in in all of them, yeah. or something like that. So it's yeah. he's talking about like you know, like you're saying, like noticing the postman or seeing the leaves like move in a certain way, like you know, feeling the wind, and like that's that is the meaning. Like that's that the meaning life. of things. Like, yeah, that is that is life. And I think, as I said, once you tap in, it's a whole different perspective because people are being taught to to live fast, and to, to, to get this, hey, you want this tomorrow, you want this car tomorrow because you've gone on Instagram and you've seen this person with it, so you want that tomorrow. But it's like, it's all a process and, and it's like, you have to enjoy the journey. Like if it is, if, it, if you are a car lover and you do see someone with a Rolls Royce, like he certainly did not start at a Rolls Royce, like he he would have started maybe even on a bicycle. He'd have started in a mm. Corsa, but you did not see that journey. And it's like, I think to really be a great, like I'm trying to definitely tap into it now. Like you have to really, really learn patience and, and enjoy the process. Mm. Trust, trust God, and like I'm religious, but like trust, just trust the process and just hope and know that everything will will come out all right, kind of thing, mm. Mm. and not rushing it. And I think once once we're living like that and realizing that, hold on, everything's different. You gain a whole different perspective. Yeah, yeah. I um, compare. You were speaking earlier as well about you. You meant we mentioned comparisons and stuff, and um, it's something I've been talking a lot about recently with other people. Um, is that I think our our brains are wired to focus on the negatives because the i think i think evolutionarily a negative is something that poses a threat or poses a possible issue whereas every time we do something positive so every time i don't know you you know you you get a little win as far as your brain's concerned that's just something we don't need to think about anymore like okay you might get a little buzz of of oh i feel a bit better but i think overall your brain just goes okay that's something we don't need to think about let's just put that in the back of our heads we don't let's move on and it, and i gave an example on a on a previous podcast that you know when i finished my master's degree i just closed down the i sent it off my dissertation i just closed it down and started working on something else and like that was that was like a big part of my life but like my natural instinct is just like right what am i doing next and it's and it's something i'm having to work on myself 
and and that's the thing like that is the thing it's like what are you doing next but it's like if unless you once again it's like when you come back to it and it's like those if you really kind of love what you're doing you'll kind of you kind of see a vision like so it's like you you kind of would have because because you're eager you're eager to do it because because you're eager to do it you're kind of planning because I feel like that's why a lot of people do come out as well from like university and stuff and they just they, they don't really know what it is they want to do because it's like maybe initially they didn't want to do that course or maybe initially they, that's not what they even wanted to do because if it is if it is what you truly wanted to do you would have been thinking about graduation when you started like that's that's mm. realistically that is that is it because it's like if you was if you loved engineering for example when you came to you need to study that then you, of course, you know you're gonna graduate. So you're gonna start with the end in mind, knowing that all right, I'm gonna graduate. What are the things I need to put in place for when I graduate? Once I graduate, I know what I'm doing next. Well, it's almost like it's easy as again for society to make you say, yeah, go to uni. You're just gonna get a good job, and then come out, and then you're still clueless because you didn't really, you didn't really have a plan. Like obviously, you yeah. can live like optimistically, but it is in life as well. I do think it's about planning and and kind of staying optimistic but planning is therefore is a big part so yeah i think i think i think part of that planning is is what we were talking about earlier with finding your internal compass and i think looking in yourself and finding out what it really is that you love to do um and it's something i've i've worked on a lot especially during my master's degree so i was just i was so busy um because i was running my minds i was doing my master's degree and i was working as a research assistant for another like research project so i was like i was stupidly busy like i shouldn't have done it really i'm glad i did now looking back but i was so busy that whenever i did have rest i made it as as purposeful rest as i possibly could so i was meditating like every day and i was i was so i was doing a lot of kind of like soul searching because it was just i wanted to make my rest as as restful as i could so i actually ended up learning a lot about myself and i realized that that i you know the thing that i love the most is learning about new things learning about a subject learning more into it and then being able to like disseminate it or you know to share it with people like i love i love when i learn something new the first thing i want to do is tell someone tell like, someone yeah. yeah yeah no definitely and that's that's passion like I, i'm i'm exactly the same way and i do it with passion like because i'm you're just happy to let them you're teaching them something new so it's almost mm. like there's so much passion from it and as i said like i do feel like that's that's the amazing thing about life. Like, and that is the perspective we all want. And that's the only perspective we need. The, the, the need for constant learning, to constantly learn new things. And that, that is what keeps your brain alive. That's what keeps you alive. It, it, it kind of opens opens your mind once again. Like mm. learning new languages or learning how to do this. It opens up possibilities. Now that you've learned this language, you're like, right, cool, I could possibly move here. And yeah. it's, it, is a, it is a possibility because you know how to speak the language now. So it's like... It opens your mind and um and it's a matter of like freeing your mind like you have to free your mind as i said like it's easy to they, they do put people in boxes and really try and really like close their mind if you get do you get what i'm saying like I, yeah i do feel like yeah. it is they are like i don't want to say they but it's becoming more and more of a thing where people's minds are being closed because they're so in tune to, to social media or this or that like it's the more you do that, the more you, you close your mind kind of thing and, and lose yourself from the real world. 
I've spoken I've spoken I, through I, my through my minds in the in the past about I, I call it um the definitions of ourselves. People we define ourselves in such a strict role that we don't allow ourselves to go out of it. And it's something that I've done my entire life where I was I was the rugby player or I was the gym goer. And because I because I was the gym goer, I can't although I like I love writing, I love writing poetry and stuff like that. Like I felt like I can't do that because that's not in my definition. And I can't learn about mental health because like I remember when I was doing my undergraduate degree, I did um like sport sciencey stuff, but um we had as part of the degree we had sociology and so and psychology modules and I didn't allow myself to enjoy them even though I did I didn't I was telling myself that like, I can't enjoy this because that's not what I do I want to do I want to do biological stuff and that's my that's my definition that's who I am and you like to think you're closing your mind you're limiting yourself and I think that's the painful thing that like, it is a battle with it sometimes it's even with like our own families like because our own families will try and tell us that you know what um like don't do this because you're, you're doing this and you don't want to focus on this because you're going to lose insight on this but but what i'm realizing is that like one only you know your own capabilities like we are we all have our own identities like and that's for a reason like we both we all human but we all think differently mm. and it's like uh what i think is i, I believe is that because of the generation we're living because of the, the technology that we've grown up in i feel it gives us more um it gives us more of like the ability to be more um like diverse in what we do mm. so because i kind of was watching youtube and i was watching a lot of things online from 10 years old i feel my mind is a lot more developed than my dad's mind when he was 10 years old okay so it's easy for him to say to me that oh like don't do don't try and focus on too many things at once but at the same time i feel like our minds are more developed now because of technology and because of the way we pick up information quickly mm. so i feel like people are more i i believe people will be more able to do like more than one thing if you mm. do get what i'm saying like, i feel yeah. like people will be able to do it because our minds are are developed to doing you've got people like Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger who, who was obviously a bodybuilder acting and done like a whole lot of other stuff on the side yeah. like it just goes to show how it is possible to, to do mm. more than one like it definitely it's definitely possible and I, I I think I agree with you in the fact that because we have so much information I think it's more likely that we can and um, but I, I also think that I think it's, it's rare that people do because I think I, I think it's because of the stigmas of those like definitions as I call them, but whatever you want to call them, I think we all limit ourselves. And like you're saying, you know, even like, you know, the people around you, the people who love you, sometimes they they you know, as a way of protecting you, they're trying they try and keep you in this in their box, and and it's, yeah. it's tough. Like it is, it is tough, and I feel like that is, I I feel like because freedom is what we all seek. We all want to be free. We all want to literally get up and, and do and speak and feel exactly how we want to feel. And it's like, it's painful, as I said, like how it could come from your own friends or it could come from your own family. And it's like, the more you do allow people to have a say, the less. In your mind, you do feel like some people do feel they're free, but I don't think they really know their own capabilities until they tap in. Like once you do tap in and because I... I'm, I'm happy to say I've been happy. I've been very, there's times where I've been like, like, over, like honestly, like to the point where I can't be, generally, George, I'll be so real. Like I was saying this to my girlfriend and she was like, I think that's why you had such a low, low because I've had, like I've had great highs, like where I can't believe like 
the joy in me is ridiculous. I'm walking around and I'm saying hello to everyone, like very sociable and stuff. Like, so it's, I have experienced happiness. So that's what keeps me going. It's like, I know hopefully um, I'll get back to that point of happiness. And it's that like, I just feel for those who sometimes, who maybe haven't experienced happiness. And I feel like that is, that's the real battle. If you haven't experienced happiness, then you can't really compare yourself to, you don't really know how to, you get what I mean? You can't really find it. You've got nothing to compare it to. And it's like, it might seem hopeless, even though it shouldn't be. Life shouldn't mm. be like that. Every day is a new day. Yeah. But it's, we, we all really need to tap in and really stay in tune, stay together as well. I think it's the big thing, man. I think because there's more and more like social media, like you could be with, you could be by yourself. Mentally, you think you're you're around people, you're really not. Like you're, you're on Snapchat and it's, do you get what I mean by it, George? Like we, yeah, we've come yeah. From, we've come from being together, surviving together, to one person being alone and, and Snapchatting. And it could, the whole thing doesn't, when you really think about it, it doesn't make any sense. Like mm. I was in I was in Piccadilly Circus the other day, and I, you know the, the the bikes that take you around, like the tour, they, they, they ride the bikes you get on the back of them. Yeah. And I saw like three people on, on that and they were literally like, they were together, it was three of them. And then they were snapping it and like literally so cheerful, like joyful, snapping it. And then the moment they stopped snapping, they were all cool. Like yeah. they were all fine. All their emotions so, all, went. So, so they were, all their emotions suddenly went. So it was all there for just Snapchat. So then I'm just, I was standing there and I was thinking like, is this, like, so when I'm not on there, I begin to think, am I, am I, the, am I the, the one who's, is acting a bit strange or is what I'm seeing strange. Is do you get what I'm saying? Like, so no, I do. Yeah. Like, like, what is really going on? Like people are pretending to have fun when they're not, just so that everyone else around them thinks they're having fun. And it's like if, if I see you now and I'm appreciating the time with you, I don't feel I need I feel I don't feel the need to. Obviously everyone could do what they want, man. And but I don't psychologically I don't think it's helping anyone. Like, I don't mm. think it is. Because if I'm seeing you, I'm seeing you and I'm enjoying the time with you. My mind is nowhere else. I'm here with you in this present moment. Um, but I think more and more, the more and more you do this whole thing, you, you lose mindfulness kind of thing and mm-hmm. your mind's elsewhere. So it's just it's just a bit strange, I think. No, I, I agree. I, I think I think that's one of the, the biggest issues with social media is the idea that you you know, it's impossible to impress everyone, but social media gives you the ability to maybe be able to impress everyone. So then it's almost, I think it almost gives people the the drive to try and create a persona that is going to make everybody like them because there's a potential that every single person on the planet could see your post and like you. See your post and like you. And that, that creates this kind of, yeah, like this subconscious drive that if you don't meet that perfection... That, they, that that perfect post or perfect like you know persona online then you're not worth what everyone else is worth and yeah. and it almost like you know what you know if, if you look at it just kind of rationally you know what what seems like a, a you know for a, for a kind of animal like brain what seems like a better thing the idea that you post a video and a hundred people give you some kind of gratification or you're with one person and that one person gives you gratification like in your head like the subconscious mind you're instantly thinking the the, the 100 people has got to be better but it's not like you're saying it's not a real connection it's just a little dopamine spike it's in your just, head 
literally like it's not real and i think that's for me the business aspect of it it was great because it gives you the ability to reach people you've basically got the world in your hand you have the whole world in one device on your phone obviously that's not going to come cheap like so it was like for me it kind of took me back after lockdown i thought let me take a minute because obviously a lot of people are doing online now, like business, they're selling, they're making sales online, etc. And I thought to myself, hold on, like I companies, all, all the companies, well-established companies that we all know now, like your Hovis and your your Robinsons and all, all the big names, all the big brands, they they did not have all these technologies. Of course, we've we've been blessed and we we have the opportunity to use them, but at the same time, I feel like it is coming at a cost, and it made me think. I want to perhaps start this differently again. I want to I want to continue doing business, but I want to be up close and personal with my customers. I don't want to be online and the people don't know who I am. They don't know the face behind the brand. Mm. And the way I was thinking about it, I was like, companies have done that and they've thrived. And it's, 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 it's on a strong foundation. You could, you could start up a company now online and literally blow up in a day. Mm. But it's, I, in my eyes, I don't feel like it's not really, I don't feel there's no foundation to it. I don't feel that it's not strong. I don't feel just because it came in a day, I feel as if you can also lose it in a day. Mm. But it's different to me being out in the gyms every day, slowly meeting uh, my customers one by one. I'm meeting them. I'm building relationships with them. My brand is, is well established from the ground all the way up if you get mm. what I'm saying. And that's how I'm kind of approaching business now. So it's the same way with sport now. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to take things slowly and literally build it up from like from face-to-face relationships, face-to-face interactions and keeping everything authentic from, from the start and not making it, not trying to just blow up next. Like, like, oh, what, what, what can we do next for everyone to see us? Like, obviously these are great marketing campaigns, but I want to keep all these values and put, put the people first in everything I'm doing with sport and keep the users first. Yeah. Making sure that like everything is built from foundation and not, um, not allowing things to be, to be tampered with. And do you get what I mean? Yeah. I think that's kind of like, like you're saying, sticking you again, you're sticking to your, your own compass, your inner compass on you and sticking to what, what yeah. you actually want to put out there. And I, I resonate yeah. with that myself and there's, um, recently on my minds i've started doing these like they're called my minds lessons where i'm putting out like little lectures you're know, educating about the things that I, i've learned around mental health with the gym no, and they don't amazing, they don't amazing, amazing. <laughs> thanks mate and they they don't get like anywhere near as much um like people looking at them or or like insights on their instagram as everything else does um but but it's what I want. That that's one of the big things about my minds. Like one of the slow, one of the the slogan of my minds is demystifying mental health and making sharing mainstream. So that demystifying mental health is all about trying to make this mis- mystical thing of mental health in the gym. Trying to make it understood so people get it. And these lessons, that's what I'm trying. That's what they're doing. That's why they're there. So whether or not they're getting the engagement that everything else, like I could just pull some like gimmicky thing and get more people liking it and sharing it or whatever. But I'm trying to stick to what I'm actually the impact I'm actually trying to have. Um, Authenticity, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's yeah, it's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, and I think I think that's um, it makes me feel better about what what I'm doing. Right, I feel like I would. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like I, I personally feel like I'm. You know, even even if you know not many people do engage with it, you know, the, the people who do are actually learning they something. Really that's what I'm trying they to do. Really, yeah. really resonate. They take in everything you're saying. 
Yeah. And it's like who wants to, to have to, to to take the time to to do something and then someone watches like thirty seconds of it and then takes it off. Yeah. It's like it's not really showing appreciation. But I'd rather have, I'd rather have, like, do you know what I mean? I'd rather have ten people do it who really do appreciate what I'm doing than have a million who who don't really take in what I'm saying. And I think the whole thing stems to that like, society as well now, from business all the way to society having a million people online but then having no real real friends kind of thing or having do you get what I mean having solid solid relationships and solid people around them and um I think that's what it is. Everyone everyone has everyone has superhuman powers man like the the ability in everyone like I've met some amazing people man even like that's yourself George man like literally like I'm pretty sure people around you see what you're doing and hopefully it motivates them to do something something they think they could they could help other people with kind of and I think that's what it stems down to the moment you you realize you can help other people I don't think there's anything more rewarding than that like when, well, thank you, you know thank people, you mate um I, I i i could say the same about you like the the just from this conversation the way that you think and the way that you're you know challenging yourself and you know you've you've discovered that you know you've had these issues and you're, you're making active changes like that's really hard like that's that's no that's no like mean feat that's a that's a difficult thing to do and just just to have the like the for lack of a better term just have the balls to do that like to to say i'm gonna make a change like that's that's a that's not that's not easy and then you know people listening you know if you're finding you know that you're struggling to do the stuff that, that ben's doing you know it's okay like that is really hard but also i think it is a great thing to be doing and it to work hard. towards it is hard it is hard i feel like if you if you you have to really try and stick it through stick through it no matter what happens if because you've got a, you thought about it and you wanted to do it for a reason like it's not no one's forcing me to do anything or anything, but it's like if you and you know if you know in yourself that this is not right or things need to change, I think just forget what's going on out there. You need to really, really try and do it. You need to so it's not gonna be easy, but you need to try and do it. You need to at least try, at least try anyway. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people don't try because they're scared of um it's, it's failure the way they see failure, the way they do, but once you fail, it's, you just pick, you try and pick yourself up anyway. It could be hard, but you, there's nothing wrong in trying. Like that's, that's the big thing. There's nothing wrong in trying. A lot of people don't even try. And that's, that it breaks me, man. A lot of people don't try. And I think anyone who is listening and, and has any business ideas or has anything that they, they've wanted to do, but haven't done it, I'd say just give it a go, man. Just try. Yeah, I think, I think people... People talk about, um, you know, that failures come in, in business and in life and, you know, it's all about, you know, picking yourself up after the failures. And I think we talk about it so much that it almost becomes like a cliche where, you know, we almost, we just think, oh, it's just a saying and we don't actually take it for what it is and understand what, what that, that means. Um, and it really means, you know, you just try something and it goes and it will go wrong and it will go wrong because nothing ever goes right straight away. And, you know, there'll be times where you're embarrassed and there'll be times where people might even say something and say that you're not doing it right or not, you know, it's not going to work or whatever, you know. Um, but it's just it's just sticking to what it is you want to do. Finding, you know, my mind's for me is every, every single person on my mind could stop following me right now and tell me that it's a waste of time and I'd still be doing it because it's it's what I believe and in. I think that's 
it's amazing and, and I think that's freedom I think that's the, the word is freedom it's like no matter what's going on out there if there's a war hurricane or whatever you and yourself you find this inner peace in my mind and I think that's the amazing thing about it and mm. it's like with that no one can rush your process no one can speed you up no one can tell you this and that and it's ultimate freedom mm. and I think that's, that's the amazing thing man I think it's amazing mate honestly I think it's thank amazing you. thank you Ben um, so I think I think we'll wrap it up here. We've been speaking for like half an hour, forty minutes or so. Um, thank you so much, Ben, for for talking. I think we touched on some really cool stuff here, and I think it's going to help a lot of people just listening to our conversation and you know just kind of opening up both of us. Um, I, I suppose you said you're off you're off social media at the moment, but is there anywhere that people can find like what you're doing or oh, your kind yes. of stuff? So I do have an Instagram page for Spot. So the, the Instagram for Spot is Meet live spot all in one word so m double e t l i v e s p o t so meet live spot all in yeah. one word and i'll put i'll put the link i'll put a link to it down below so people can go to it cheers mate so yeah so once i've done that hopefully i will be getting in contact with you again george for people to all the people in my minds as well to try it out as well and yeah hopefully if there are any students who are still in love bro then could they potentially try out as well Big thank you, George, man. Everyone who, who who does happen to listen to this, just stay positive, listen to yourself, keep listening to my minds, and uh, thank you for having me, mate. All right, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you again for, for talking and, and opening up and everything you've spoke about today. Um, you, so, yeah, everyone listening, thanks again. Um, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Here at My Minds, we're trying to raise awareness for all the things that we speak about in this podcast. So please, if you can, give it a share. Each and every one of you has the potential to help us with that. Also, if you want to check out myminds.com, please do. You can see all our social media things on there, and we'd love to have you contributing more as a part of our community. Thank you.